This is a podcast about the manosphere, so it may contain references to extremist misogyny and violence, and it will definitely contain lots of swears. This is a podcast about the manosphere, so it may contain references to extremist misogyny and violence, and it will definitely contain lots of swears. And welcome to Manosphere Debunked, the podcast where we are so committed to depriving men of microphones that sometimes we just sack the male co-host altogether. I'm Aileen Barrett and I'm on Instagram at Tinder Translators and I am flying solo on this podcast today. Not actually because I've sacked Dan because I'm against all men having microphones. Not all men should be stripped of podcasting rights. Just, you know, a lot of them. No, but Dan is out this week because he is looking after his own children, like the beta cuck that we know and love. So I'm flying solo and I thought I would revisit the idea that it's harder for men in the dating game than it is for women. As this is a bonus episode and the general idea with bonus episodes was to keep it short and sweet, although sometimes they are now longer than our regular episodes... I am going to read you a Reddit post and tell you what I think about it. And then I'm going to read you some things from my page, Tinder Translators, on Instagram, because I have a lot of material, qualitative and quantitative, to prove that maybe women have it pretty bad in the dating game. Okay, so I've chosen a Reddit post uh, from the Reddit thread, Change My View, which, as you can imagine, is an absolute riot for any progressive thinkers out there. And this one is called Change My View. Dating is generally far easier for women than it is for men. And this Reddit entry just reeks of the manosphere, which you will see as we go on if you've listened to previous episodes. I partially wanted to do a Reddit shout out because I recently appeared on Reddit on Wiki, which is a podcast run by three guys, Josh, John and Sean. They basically read and react to Reddit entries. Um, So we did that together and it was really fun. It's a really fun episode. You can go and check them out, Reddit on Wiki. They're especially good if you just want to listen to three men who are normal and nice and don't hate women (laughs) talk about stuff. So yeah, uh, once again, I have to say that I don't really want to deprive all men of microphones as much as it pains me to admit. So, this Reddit post, dating is generally far easier for women than it is for men. When it comes to dating, I'm not going to do a voice. Shall I do a voice? No. I'll do a little voice, like a lower voice. Okay. When it comes to dating, men pretty much have to do all the dirty work. Lol. Men are expected to make the first move, take her out on a date, pick a nice spot, have good social skills to carry the conversation. I love that having good social skills is counted as part of the dirty work. Pay for the date, be financially stable enough to provide for his woman to an extent, be a certain height and so on. I would argue that women don't have to put nearly as much work in when it comes to dating and relationships as men. I mean, talk to 
the majority of women in relationships and I feel like they would say that is not the case. All a girl pretty much has to do is look decent, which men find the majority of women physically attractive enough to want to commit to them, whereas the same cannot be said the other way round. Wouldn't that make it easier for men to date than women? Anyway, we'll get on to that. There was a study done that over 60% of young men in their 20s are single, whereas it's only 33% for younger women. Why is this? Well, it goes back to my original point that women have dating on easy mode compared to men. Women have far more dating options than men, especially younger ones. Now, as women get older, yes, it's not nearly as easy because men are mainly attracted to beauty and aesthetics. But I would then say, sorry, <laughs> just I've just read ahead. But I would then say uh, women blew their chance of securing a guy when they were in their 20s. So I'm sorry, G- dating is generally easier for women, but women over the age of 30 just don't count in that bracket. <laughs> the wizened old crones that we are. Cool, cool, cool. Part of the reason is because this generation of women are more career oriented, so dating and relationships aren't as high on the priority list as previous generations. That's why when women hit 30 or 40, God forbid, I I added that bit, they might struggle to find a long-time partner because the man they want wants the younger 25-year-old woman. Sorry, this is supposed to be a post about how it's harder for men to date, right? Are Are we still all on board with that? Also, I would say that men are far more easier to please in a relationship than women. Women often say they want someone who's six foot or above, makes a high salary and have all the characteristics that only a few men have. Okay, so just to butt in there and say this is obviously someone who's been watching clips of podcasts of women going, I want someone who's six foot and earn six figures. And this kind of like myth that that's what generally women want. It would be like me watching TikTok manosphere posts and saying all men want 18 year old virgins, which I wouldn't say because it's not true. But if I my brain was just saturated with that social media content, I might think it is. And maybe his is saturated with women who say that kind of thing. And there are women out there like that, but they are not the majority. And I will demonstrate that soon. But let's read on it. Yeah, it is not finished. Whereas men, all they typically want is a woman who looks good and is easy to connect with personally. So the traits and qualities that women find attractive in men are less common in men than the traits and qualities in women than that men find attractive. This is quite hard to read. So all in all, I think dating, women have it on easy mode compared to men. I'm open to having my mind change. Reader, he was not open. I have read through some of the debates in the comments. I'm not going to read those to you, but I would say he's not really open. I mean, this is a man telling on himself, right? This is a man saying, basically, what I'm looking for a woman is someone who looks good and is uh, amenable. Um, So it's easy for him to find that because he is just looking for kind of a vessel for his personality and potentially penis. But for women, um, we might be looking for a bit more. Now, obviously, he has said that women are basically looking for material stuff, money and height, apparently. I don't think that's the case at all. And in terms of the money thing, we have an episode about hypergamy and the idea that women date across and up in terms of wealth and status and stuff like that. So go and have a listen to that if you would like to hear that properly debunked, you know, with like studies and all that stuff. 
But yeah, I just thought that that Reddit post really summed up a lot of what Manosphere thinking says about dating. Weirdly, a lot of what he's saying actually sounds like dating is harder for women, as in there are less men that we want to be in relationships with. Now, the reasons I might give might be different, like the lack of emotional literacy in the general male population, but the principle is the same. There are less men that women want to couple with than there are women that men want to couple with. Is that because we have higher standards? Does that mean it's easier for us to date? No, not really. Doesn't really make sense, does it, mate? But just in case anyone is in any doubt as to what it is like to date men as a woman in the modern climate, I have a few little stories, anecdotes, tidbits, if you will, from my Tinder Translators page to read out to you um, to kind of, uh, (laughs) yeah, debunk the idea that we have it easy. Okay, let's start with the idea of the dirty work and the arranging first dates and the fact that men have to turn up and be charismatic and pay for everything and all that stuff. Let's contrast that with some of the stories that my followers have sent me. So a while back, I asked my followers to give us their worst first date stories and there was an abundance. I've actually done it several times since because there are so many. This is just a little selection. Here we go. He was so good looking, but he didn't make conversation. We sat there in semi-silence for two hours. That's one of the good ones, by the way. I was told I had fat ankles, but a pretty face by a man who turned up five pints drunk. I mean, that is straight out of pickup artists playbook we I think like the third episode I talk about pickup artists in more detail but that's nagging and it's awful let's see what's next he got horribly drunk called me a lesbian and passed out guy mansplained my job to me and said I looked like the type to be into horoscopes <laughs> what a prick talked non-stop about his ex and what a total bitch she was to him obvs it was all her fault too So yeah, that's a red flag. He profusely sweated the whole three hours and then went in for a kiss. I mean, I feel for him because I can be very sweaty, but still. He was shit-faced and called me a slag because I wouldn't snog him. (laughs) This one's great. Talked about his job managing a sugar factory for two hours and then asked if I'd have a threesome as I'm bi. Sounds like torture. He was late, so drunk he drooled and stunk. I made an excuse and left. So drunk he drooled. He turned up with bloody knuckles, having got so angry earlier in the day he'd punched a wall. The knuckles are red and so is the flag. Got told to dress up for a meal. Taken to Burger King. Then shouted at for not eating burgers. Oh my God. I can just imagine her clopping into Burger King in her high heels and nice dress. Also, I feel like this must be some kind of pickup artist strategy to like, or maybe not pickup artist, but some kind of misogynist thing where it's like, I'm going to test this woman and see how she reacts to my alpha domination. Sounds gross. It's gross. We don't like it. Look, there are more. There are many more. Those are just a a few because I've asked this question lots of times and I can never share all of the answers because 
yeah, it is a bin fire out there for women dating straight men. And yet, here is this guy on Reddit saying one of the things that men have to do is have good social skills to carry the conversation. That sounds like an easy thing, but from these stories, it's actually harder to find than you'd think. One of the main points that this guy is making in his Reddit post is basically that women have a lot more options. Men are more open to dating more women. Women are more selective, whatever. Um, You know, if all my options are actual garbage, then I still have no options, in my opinion. I I do actually, I did meet a man on a dating app and I, I that took quite a long time because there's a lot of garbage to troll through and as we're talking about dating apps, or I am, I thought I would touch on that because what you get a lot of in the manosphere is men saying, and there's there's a whatever podcast clip about this kind of viral clip where Brian Atlas is saying, basically, when you go on a dating app, women get so many more matches than men. Again, because women are more selective. And I talk about this in the, the kind of is the dating game harder for men episode. So yeah, do go back and listen to that. But I just want to say that like it is a quality not quantity game on the dating apps and the quantity of low quality is 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 high so I thought what I'd do because um obviously my Instagram handle is tinder translators people send me their horrendous dating app bios that they come across so I thought I'd just read you a few um and see see what you think okay we'll start with one from a man who is genuinely called Kyle and is 27 And his entire bio is, none of you are good enough, so good luck. (laughs) What a dreamboat. Up next, we have a 37-year-old man who uses one comma in an entire paragraph, no full stops. So I'm going to try and read it in a way that makes sense. About me. I'm into a woman who, once she is serious and stable, she isn't keeping her guy friends around, as I have a standard, as we all do. And that, to me, just shows a lack of real commitment and non-exclusive foot-in-foot-out-the-door approach. (sighs) There's the comma. When I have a missus, I will make her my world and no other girl involved. Okay. (laughs) Tell me that you only uh, hang out with women that you want to fuck without telling me. Okay, this one is a 38-year-old man and it is mostly in all caps. Here it goes. So you want a genuine guy because your love life is bad. Put some fucking clothes on, act like a women, not a slag, and stop going after fake-ass guys who wear more makeup than you. That's all the in-caps bit and then the rest doesn't feel any different in energy but is in lowercase. I am an (laughs) old-fashioned... That's it, I am an old-fashioned... I want a partner, not a shag. I like to take things slow. Message if we match. Maybe talk back. So, yeah, um, that sounds like the love of my life. Don't know about you. What I would offer to the men who say that it is much easier for women to get matches on Tinder is that maybe women are reading men's bios before they swipe and uh, they are like that. Because... Honestly, it doesn't take five minutes on a dating app to find one a bio that's like one of those. It, it doesn't take very long at all. In a way, it makes it easier. You weed out people, you just don't match them. But it's also kind of depressing how many of them there are. And uh, I think online misogyny is only making it worse. So 
Yay! (laughs) And it's a really important point to make that when online misogynists are talking about it being easier for women to date than men, they aren't talking or even thinking about women's experiences, actual holistic experiences, whether or not they're having fun, whether or not they, they have a nice time. Whether people are kind to each other, or do they feel safe? Are they meeting somebody who they can see themselves having a long-term human connection with? That is not what is being looked at by online misogynists. It's actually a metric of acquisition. How many people could I get if I wanted to get them? How many options do I have? You know, it's a very kind of quantitative a dominance-based idea that who's who has the power in this situation, who can say no and who gets to say yes, you know? And they think that that lies with women. Uh, it often doesn't feel like that to women, but that's what they are looking at. And that's what you see when you see women going on podcasts and trying to debate these men is that they're not interested in listening to a woman's experience at all. It doesn't matter if she's saying it isn't easier for me. I find it hard. It's it's really hard. They're just like, yeah, but you could get lots of men to have sex with you. It's like, that's 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 by the by. That's That's not the entirety of dating. Uh, if it were, then sure, maybe maybe you could say that women have it easier. But the fact that most women don't have a good time uh, in terms of orgasms and other things when they have casual sex with men means that actually even if we could acquire all the sex we wanted, would it? What would that mean? What? Why? Why would that be relevant? <laughs> you know. So I think yeah, it's. Um, I call bullshit, basically, uh, if you didn't get that impression from the rest of the episode. There it is. And one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this isn't just from my experience. It is to do with my page on Instagram and how it has built this community of women. And the thing that binds us together more than anything is the experience of trying to date and love men and trying to be in relationships with men and how hard that can be and how demeaned we can be how objectified we can be on a regular basis and how it feels to try and find a man who respects and loves you in a sea of misogynists and one thing that really strikes me and it's something that kind of took me almost by surprise although it shouldn't have really when I first started my page is when I ask for stories that I think are going to be like oh my god lol funny Unless I put a caveat on saying, look, you know, this is this is going to be just funny ones or this is, you know, just keep it lighthearted. I will get women sending me traumatic disclosures. You know, if I ask for the worst first date story, there are a lot of women whose worst first date stories are actually about sexual assault or being left somewhere dangerous or, you know, being coerced, you know, loads of different things that are really not like the funny things you share on your Instagram page. But the fact that when I ask these seemingly kind of shallow questions, like, um, you know, I ask about like stories about spiritual fuckboys because, you know, it's like he said that we should meditate before we had sex so our chi was aligned or something like that. But then there'll be people who say, oh, he used his spiritual beliefs to emotionally abuse me and coercively control me for 10 years. And you're like, oh, cool, fun. (sighs) And I'm, I'm glad people feel like they can share that with me. And I think it's really important that we acknowledge that 
that darker side of uh, sex and relationships, um, in especially in heterosexual partnerships. Now, of course, any person of any gender can be an abuser and any person of any gender, including cisgendered men, cisgendered heterosexual men can be victims. I would never argue any different. But the volume of um, women who are... You know, they're sharing these experiences with me, not because, oh, this is the first time I've disclosed it ever in my life. Actually, because it's almost like not a non-event. We are so used to being objectified, being harassed, that we will be like, lol, my worst first date story was this guy punched me in the face. It's like, um, babes, <laughs> that's not a lol. So yeah, I think that's one of the reasons I'm really passionate about this and one of the reasons that I'm so vehemently against the idea that it's easy for women in dating because it's just qualitatively not. And I hope that most people listening to this podcast would agree with that. And I hope that if you didn't agree with that at the beginning of listening to this podcast, that you may have some things to go away and think about. As you can probably tell, I could go on about this subject for as long as you'd let me. In fact, so much that I wrote a whole book about it, Tinder Translator and A to Z of Modern Misogyny. I think the link will be in the show notes. So if you would like to buy that, please do. I will get probably less than one pound from it, but I will be very grateful for that one pound. (laughs) Of course, thank you as always for listening. Um, We are loving seeing that there's a few new listeners over the last few weeks. If you want to support this podcast, you can follow us at Manosphere Debunked Pod on Instagram. Um, Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. Reviews really help. Help, uh, especially if they're good <laughs> and generally just share it with people who you think would like it or people who you think might need to hear it potentially I'll be back next week with Dan and we'll be talking uh, about pair bonding again this time from a sociological standpoint does having multiple partners mean that women are less likely to commit to men and if so is there maybe something more complex going on than we are ran through hoes <laughs> I don't know I'll let you guess Anyway, that's it for me for this week. I wish you the confidence of a shouty, all caps, no punctuation man on Tinder. Do I? No, actually, I think that would make you a prick. (laughs) 